So tell me where do you see yourself in the next two to five years? I see myself going to physician's assistant school, graduating, and trying to find where I can do the most good in my field. Do you, and I'm sure most people do, but like have this, what, um, what is your favorite part or part or your most enjoyable, um, part of your profession? What I really enjoy is seeing the impact that, the impact of the work I'm doing right now. It's great to see that what I'm doing now can help people in the future. And my, this next question, um, applies to a lot of people obviously um do you, are, you, are you good at what you do yeah i'd say i'm good at what i do You're very knowledgeable you, you would say yeah okay and last, last question do you think in the next two to five years you will be able to do that successfully as you've been doing it now Yeah, I mean, I think I will to some extent. I think that the problem that the healthcare field is facing is a lot of people telling it how to do its job. And in the next two to five years, there's going to be some decisions that affect how we can do our job. Like what? Like, uh, and the most recent example is the Roe v. Wade example um, just the way that legislation and government is set up it can really hinder how people get treatment and health care and it is going to affect privacy it's going to be able to affect how people can get their medical get their medical health information secure Uh, yeah, so I'm in the tech field. Um, you obviously already know this. And privacy has always been an issue that needed the most attention. Um, privacy is just along, the, you know, our lives are so digital and um and and, and merge you know with the with, with tech that it causes some type of alarm that privacy digitally is also um some form of bodily autonomy as well there's so many links to your um biometric um data and your and digital data that it's indistinguishable every every human being today has a credit card um linked to some type of application and through third parties and and it can cybersecurity is a is a pillar you know that's a conversation that we have to have now when discussing people's physical lives and their digital lives and it's almost a form of or that security, uh, companies like Apple, companies like um, Amazon, and other tech companies 
it's almost granting some form of digital bodily autonomy and that's the issue that I'm going to have to struggle with in my profession um there's still laws and stuff from a technical legislation uh, standpoint that I can't obviously some things are regulated you can't buy body parts off of Google there's still laws right and but but we've always or I felt I've always had security knowing that my digital representation would be safe and I look out at the decision that was made and all the things that it affect and I'm not sure as a, as a society as an American society that human bodily autonomy is up for debate and how safe is digital how 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 long will it be before me talking about this very thing right now will affect my physical body um, I know there's some um, apps that that track cycles and um, menstrual processes um, digitally um, for personal use and that's usually very secure but if I'm in a state where abortion's illegal and with all that they're trying to push they have every right to go through my phone you know they have every right to go through um, my voice um, my voice messages my, my search histories my in other words my sensitive data and they've been doing that for years that's not the issue but to be so bold and to now to check to see if somebody has uh, missed, missed their period that's a little I, I think that goes beyond intrusive and I'm, you know me I'm this type of person we have um, like Amazon devices around our house um, I'm all I, it doesn't bother me. I'm all for someone, you know, if there's a better way you want to know if I'm out of uh, Tide Pods and you want to advertise that to me, sure. Um, I'm that type of... Um, I'm that type of digital user. But it's... It's a little scarier now that I see um, that it's used in this way so maliciously. There's no rhyme or reason why this should be happening. And, and the reason I guess I brought you on here today was just to talk about your thoughts on how that, how now the digital is, um, your digital representation, your digital self, your digital information, is ultimately going to be used against you. What do you um, especially in a medical, uh, in a medical sense, things that people can't help and things that are very protected and um, personal to them. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it. I think it's going to leave a lot of people in a very vulnerable place. Um, I can't imagine having something that uh, is data I'm using to track my own health now turned against me in a form of, uh, I guess, being weaponized is the only way I can describe it. Um, it 
it would make me not want to use those tools that have been given to me to help me be healthy because someone else can exploit it. Um, and that's unfortunate because I know, like we're saying, we talked about if, if someone's going to use that to help me just find the better flavor of ice cream in an ad, I'm all for that. But um, now that it's turned into uh, a, a tool for legal action, that's that's very scary. And I hope that it doesn't affect um, people reaching out for medical resources and tools to help them stay. But then again, in, in your opinion, how is that even done? How is that something that... Um someone should feel comfortable doing seeking that medical um, that medical advice, medical treatment or um, um, you know what I mean like if me just basically digitally writing down just tracking for health reasons or having the, the, you know with, with this thing the, the, the privacy or the um, the um, emotional or very intimate um, process just seeing if even if you are pregnant is something that's has been stripped away from people you know gone are the days you can just like, like now if you know there's a woman who let's say is pregnant correct and wants to surprise her husband um, you know you know how they do like give them the test in a box like that now there's three people <laughs> you know you have to kind of announce that too and the third person is somebody who who you didn't even invite that's or somebody who already knows uh, based upon and it's and it's noted and it's written down um it, it just seems very intrusive it doesn't seem intrusive it's just very intrusive how can somebody feel comfortable um in this world when there are uninvited uninvited parties um to their personal lives constantly oh always watching ever present and not only just a observer, but someone who can dictate the outcome of, of, of that situation. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, that's a good question. I don't know how someone can feel comfortable with that level of observance in someone's life. Um, now, I'm no medical lawyer, but I'm hoping that the HIPAA laws, which I can't remember what the abbreviation stands for at the moment, but it's doctor-patient confidentiality and that medical record stay between a doctor and patient. I hope that some of that is going to be able to be uh, protective for people in the situ in states where they would be vulnerable to um, legal action. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure they can feel comfortable because if someone comes with um, a, a warrant or something to try to prove that a pregnancy was aborted, I don't know how much HIPAA can protect from that. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to be talking about this one specific question I'm about to ask you in a second. Um, and that question is this, is the way that America is handling things responsible? Is it the most responsible way that this country um, should be attacking um, this issue. And I say that, and, I, and, and for some context, is America and the legal system has every right to question and, and to bring into review 
these uh, issues that they that they think are pressing are paramount. Um, but, um, and I'm just coming from a, a strict definition of what the country has a right to do. They have a right to legislate and, and, and govern these laws. However, do you think that this decision or the, or the reasoning or the, uh, or the um, context or the malice behind it, um, whether it's malice or, or non-malicious, do you think this is the most responsible thing to A, address, and do you think this is the most responsible outcome of that decision? That's, I think we're going to have to take this kind of in parts. Okay. But to start off, I think it was wildly irresponsible from a public health standpoint. Because as soon as the draft was leaked, they saw, um, sorry, our legislature saw several states go into um, writing trigger bans on abortion. And I think that that... Um, was a moment where we could have paused and said, let's think about the broader implications of this before we release this, this ruling. Um, we know that abortions are needed for safe and effective health care. Um, and when legislatures were talking about even banning ectopic pregnancies, which are, I guess, let me, for context, an ectopic pregnancy is a pregnancy where the baby didn't even implant, or sorry, the cells didn't implant in the right area. It's not a baby. It's a clump of cells growing where it's not supposed to. It's effectively a tumor. And they were talking about making that illegal. I know I don't know that any of those trigger bands actually had ectopic pregnancies um, protected, quote unquote protected in those rulings. But that was very scary. And I think that was a moment to pause as a country and think about the public health, um, the state, like the state of public health, um, there was there was a, a time to hold off and see if we can't let this codifying of um, safe and effective abortions nationwide before repealing Roe v. Wade, if that was something that needed to happen for legislative reason, reasons. There was, a, I think, it's a country we could have unified a bit more and found a way to um, put the health of its citizens first before before the the legal process yeah so that's like I said this is going to be the main topic Um, we're going to be talking today about how why it and should you know this have happen in the first place um to kind of quote the jurassic park um we we decided to do it and we didn't ask should we and nobody even asked anybody that told just notified that this was going to be happening um we've been seeing this for years it's it's kind of and i'm going to use the word scary it is absolutely terrifying to know that rights allotted can now be um redacted from the public practice um, there's a lot of rights that have been allotted since the founding of this country. And it is, and I said this in my last podcast, what is next? Um, so today joining me is um, my fiance, Walter. He's um, happy to be here, hopefully. 
and um, we're just he's gonna be here and just to give a little bit of some insight just so you don't hear my voice con- continuously babbling on about things that are common sense and repetitive so um, yeah I have to say um, number one happy you're here with me and so terrible why you're <laughs> that you're here so my issue with everything that's going on is that this is the most and I I say this lightly before someone comes bursting down uh, knocking down my door this is the most un-American thing I have ever seen in my entire life from America there it's I I will always say I am proud of my country I will always say that till till I am dead in the ground and, and you know this but that does not mean I cannot blindly stand by when injustices and hypocrisies are, are just going going everywhere. There's n- there's no rhyme or reason why we're doing this. There's this is completely a political issue. Oh, not not political issue. This is completely a political play. This has this doesn't further the country. This doesn't dis- preserve, protect, or defend anything. In fact. This is uh, this is offense. This is against his own people. There's, I have no, I don't know why, um, and we should have been a little more careful. We knew that this was going to happen. They were very blatant in saying that they would do this, um, and I feel like as a country, it's people, you, me, your gross, your grocer, the the milkman, uh, have have a responsibility to hold um, America accountable. And historically, we have not held America accountable for their actions. We've, as a country, I mean, as a, as a uh, society, um, we've done, we've complained when something bad happens and hopefully, you know, eventually it gets turned around because he's did the backlash, but twiddle our thumbs when the, the signs are evident. The, 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 the courts had three um, progressive liberal justices on them. Now, whether you agree with um, liberalism or any progressive ideology, um, it's, in my opinion, grossly um, underrepresented. There would be a, there would be an absolute um, Outcry if it were the other way around. If people would feel like they're not being heard, people think it's biased. People will th- call that radical, but this is not a radical court. Um, the courts are not a fixed number. The courts have had justices added, and I think the courts are supposed to. Um, you're, cor- you're correct. The, the the courts are supposed to define and interpret the the constitution. And all its glory, but uh, but time and time again, presidents, people, vice presidents, everyone in between of the average citizen to the uh, commander chief has said that this is a very fluid and flexible document. It is not its majesty. It's a document written in the uh, 18th century. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, 17th century. Um, 18th century, I'm sorry. And 
it requires change. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I, and I know that sounds very, you know, 20, it's 2022 type mentality, but it quite literally was written before electricity. Like, am, am, am I wrong in this? No, I mean, updates have to be made. During that time, we didn't know that bacteria existed, I think. Like, George Washington had no idea that dinosaurs were a thing, and we're really trying to, under, like, and, and that, I'm not, you know, of course there's going to be knowledge gained and, and as time goes on, but and I'm not trying to stray it away from, like, they're old people. No, it's, this document is a guide, not a law. This document was written, and even in it, you know, um, to create a more perfect union, understanding that this is not the perfect final result. I, I'm not even going to touch the Second Amendment right now, but just to use that as an example, it took two minutes to load a gun, going to something that can spray 20 bullets in two seconds. The Constitution never said what was the highest uh, uh, artillery power um, in um, way back when, a cannon? Like, the Constitution says every household can have a cannon. Do you see what I'm saying? And, and, And even if it did, you didn't see that practice. And I'm pretty sure they were closer to the patriotism than way more than us. And, but again, I'm not getting on that topic. I'll just use it as an example. Um, today we're literally talking about the accountability of the courts today and or just the direction and the direction that this that this government is going in. I am mortified that uh, it's unprecedented. The fact that we tried to do something unprecedented and succeeded is is very unsettling. Um, it's, it's very unsettling, and I, and I feel we don't know how to, as a country, as a young country, we, I don't think we understand how to, to deal with unsettling matters. Um, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's, it's I don't think we, we're, we're not prepared for the fight that, um, not, not as in a physical fight, but for the thing that's gonna be knocking at our doorstep in the next, at least coming for democracy in the next two years. Like the, I I don't think we were prepared for this, and I and I think because it, either we chose to ignore it or either we we just democracy is literally um, at risk in my lifetime, in your lifetime, and even in your lifetime. It's do you think it's over? Do you do you think we we lost? Due to sheer ignorance, or, or 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 neglect. Well, I think we're definitely not in a great place because of neglect. But I don't know that it's over. I think that there's still time to turn it around. Um, unfortunately, with the way that the Supreme Court is sitting right now, if there's no action done, they can undo a lot of progress we've made over the last if in the last fifty years. Oh, and if we want to go, maybe even a hundred. Um, Claire, uh, Clarence Thomas, just, uh, just Justice Thomas, um, is 
bringing up stuff about interracial marriage. Which, and if you don't know, um, is married to, uh, is in a interracial couple. What does that, that alone makes me more upset than anything because now that says specifically you could you know you could be a terrible person you could have um malintent in your heart if you want to that's great but doing something just in order to do it because you can even if it hurts you that's that's beyond irresponsible that's that's crazy (laughs) like that's not you know like that's I, and I I have a lot of respect for the people of, of um, who are elected into offices. You know, I that's just the type of person that I am. But that does not mean uh, having respect for somebody is does not mean you have to like them. Having respect for somebody does not mean you disapprove of every decision that they make. Having respect for somebody doesn't mean that you uh, will not hold them accountable for their actions, whether how uh, stoic or or dumb idiotic they are and I think this was a very idiotic move I think this person does not have the country's best interest at heart and we're kind of at the mercy all of us is at the mercy of six people we, like that's regardless of, of, of polls and population and, and popularity between certain ideas and and, and um issues six people make that decision the president doesn't have that type of power the president at least has to do I mean to a certain degree um, has a hundred people you know three, you know 300 400 whatever people to kind of if goes off hinge you know um, then we've seen that at least in the last, <laughs> twice the three times in the last three years uh, I mean uh, 20 years. I just feel like this was a system that wasn't checked. Or, dare I say, and I don't care to say it, we don't care to check. The executive has a, you know, has some ability to do this, to codify some things. Getting rid of the filibuster, which I've heard, you know, recently is on the table now after how long? But we're talking gerrymandering we're talking interracial um interracial and uh, uh, um, um couples we're talking um gay marriage we're talking privacy in general uh, the access to um contraceptives that's um that are all on the table from this bill i mean not from this bill i'm sorry from this from this decision and why stop there? If you've gone this far and they've already started running, why stop there? What about women's right to vote? Is that next? That's only, what, 100 years? Why stop it for something that only has been around for 50? Um, are, can, you know, Am I now going to have to have three, uh, um, five, five other people to sign a document for me to be a whole person? Now, why, why stop at these things? Because I'm sure, and it not because it was completely, obviously immoral and inhumane and terrible. But I'm sure somebody would try to justify and say it worked somehow, um, and that's 
that's not the route that I think majority of 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 Americans are going down. I I, I don't even think you know like I I I don't think there's enough people on this argument to have a valid equal footing both sides. But I do think that unfortunately this type of thinking and that other side is being allowed to prosper and and um a lot of the time and effort to act upon and people that small minority of people um who agree are given the choice to go through with it legally and taking control that way that's not how it works you know it's not um there's that's like having that's like a, having a class of 30 students um, who want to watch the movie? You know what I mean. The teacher asks, like, "Hey, who wants to watch a movie?" And twenty-nine of them um, say, "For the movie, you know, the option: watch the movie or do uh, do the test." The kids are gonna write, you know, twenty-nine, twenty-nine of them like, "We want to watch the movie." There, I feel like right now in this country, there's one kid in the class who wants to take a test, and the teacher favors that. Then the teacher favors that one student. So she bases her decision off that one student and it affects everybody. You know, the teacher has the ultimate power here, right? Um, so she can basically do whatever she wants. Usually, that doesn't, that's supposed to reflect the will of the people, the, the, the population, um, that being us, the country. 70 or so, uh, roughly 70% of people said, this is ludicrous. And apparently six people didn't give a damn. That's not right. If this is the same type of ideology saying, um, but, or even or even if we go back to 2016, um, Hillary won the popular vote. And I know we have laws and things like that. I get it. Um, so I respect, I, I respect that, you know, it wasn't a stolen election. It's just by the rules she lost. But if we look at it kind of mainly, there was a man in the office that majority of the people didn't want. Again, yes, we have rules. Again, yes, we, un, you know, we, um, and we have to abide by them when it comes to election, elections, um, and we don't, you know, we, we have to agree with them because that's the rules that we signed up for. Um, but just looking at it from a moral standpoint, looking at it from, uh, um, holistically, there was a man in the office that we didn't want. And now if you look at this, there's a law uh, there is a ruling going around that people do not want by the majority. And I and I'm kind of looking at it like this, which because I think it's time for an update. Um, coming from a digital background, coming like I think it's time for an update. Should we reevaluate what democracy means to this country or what it should mean? Should we actually be having that conversation? Because I know democracy is that thing that we don't want to touch. You know, it's this majestic entity that, you know, we, as America, like America, we, we mold ourselves over um, or, or by, is that, um, should we have a second look at that? Um, and I guess at the risk of sounding radical, and I'm sure my seventh grade English teacher is screaming somewhere after, you know, breeding Animal Farm and things like that, but I, I feel like there's some opinions that shouldn't be entertained, and it's dangerous for us to entertain them. I mean, just going back to 
at the start of COVID when an unnamed person suggested using horse medicine to treat COVID, um, it ended up with people in the hospital and it was dangerous. And I think that there's some opinions like that, that I'm so sorry for saying this, but need to be silenced. Like, I don't... It's, and I don't think, again, I, I don't necessarily think it's silenced. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. But, like, it let, you know, I have to look at this from um, a broader sense. The moment you start silencing people, again, you know, it comes up to interpretation. If you, if I think, if I, if someone else is given that power and they think differently, it's, it's yours. Right. Um, it's you as well. So, I think it's more like this. Um... As you probably know, I love analogies, and you're going to hear some more of them. I don't care. Um, so, if everybody agrees that in that same classroom <laughs> that we just talked about, um, if everybody agree, agrees that teacher has the final say because she has the title of teacher, she's a lot of that, you know, she's whatever, um, she's both correct in saying, well, for, I mean, even though it's unpopular, you know, that's more of a preference thing. It's more of a, a choice. Like, well, we can, we're going to watch the movie. You know, she can agree with the population um, uh, of watching, you know, the, the, the 29 over the over one saying we're going to watch the movie. Or at the end, I think it would be crappy to do so. She could side with the one, and you know, that, that one person over the 29, but, it, but that's very biased. Now imagine this. Now she's out for the day. She's retired. And your new sub is a is a convict, a felon. Someone who has done who has at least 20 murders under his belt and um, battery and domestic violence. And you can t- from this person would you can tell he doesn't make great decisions to begin with. Do you think would you feel comfortable about him making a decision? For your 29 children. Absolutely not. So, exactly. It's like, well, okay. But but he's the teacher. He holds the title. You see the problem with that? That, that that's how I have issues. Like, just because you're able to make the decision, just because you're allowed to make the decision, doesn't mean that you are the appropriate person to make that decision. That going back to the, to the abortion things, you may have the title of being a judge. You do not have the right to tell a woman what to do with her body. You never in your life having any of the parts. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, it is It is not... Then the reason why, going back to the classroom example, the reason why it is not appropriate for him to do that because his decisions could not just affect two out of the, out of the 30, 10 out of 30. His decisions could potentially affect everyone. The decisions of this court, people are blindsided to think that, oh, this is just a woman's issue. Absolutely not. This is privacy. Everybody has privacy. What happens in 30 years, 40 years when there's a new court? Even more conservative than this, let's say. Or whatever um, makeup that might be. And they, they, and they say, well, people can only have, and I know this is going to be a terrible example, it, it's going to be a um, monogamous 
type of relationship crackdown. All of your girlfriends, all of your 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 uh your 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 side hustles or whatever whatever you want to call them, all those exterior people you're dating. What happens when they you know they come for you? Oh, now it's an issue. No, 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 no. This isn't a new rule. This is something that was agreed back then when we talked about the autonomy of bodily rights and security and privacy. What happens when you make a certain amount of money and the what happens when the, when that same court says there's a cap on how much you can make and own financially? What happens when you have a little bit more money than you should and they take it from you and you're punishable? That's privacy. The same people that said, I don't like using credit cards because I like having paper money because it's not trackable. That went out the window when this decision was made. Yeah. You know, what ha- those, those multiple, what, what happens when the court says that we need to li- be living a little bit more modestly? Um, that multiple house that you're hiding, it's found out. You know, like, when nic- what happens when nicotine is, is, is banned? And I, and I guess I'm reaching for straws here, but using just as simple everyday examples, um, when certain things are prohibited or certain books or certain music, or do you see how dangerous this gets? Certain instruments, certain tools, certain people. What happens when they decide that Germanic Americans are the only ones that deserve to be here? Do you, do you want now when you go into your uh, doctor and they knock on your door holding up your medical record saying you're an Irish Catholic we need you to come with us are there going to be tears because there weren't really tears for when women lost their bodily autonomy and their right to privacy that's how dangerous it can get because I, and, and it, it, if you do not think this decision affects you in the slightest, you are terribly mistaken. It may not affect you directly, but it will affect you eventually if allowed to go, because if, if allowed to do so. We gave them inches. They took miles. And it takes a long time to slow down. And I don't think they're trying to stop anytime soon. So I'm I don't want to be here to, 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 to watch it all, you know crumble. This is something, you know, I really hope people voted in the last in the last um, couple elections. I really hope the midterms get people involved. Um, I really hope that voices are heard and I know it may sound biased. I try not, I try to be as non-one-sided um, as possible. Um, the outcome is what you all make it because you're the only people that can actually make that outcome as the American people. Um, if everybody, if 100% of people wanted, you know, if 100% of Americans wanted Trump or any type of president um, uh, back, you know, let's just say, you know, if, a hundred, if it was literally every person in America did that and I was the only one that voted that way or 10%, who am I to say that that's not what America wants? I'm America can make its own decisions. 
but I, I do speak out when America has made this decision and decided to um, not follow it or not honor that that choice, whether it's, I mean, especially when it's overwhelming, um, an overwhelming majority. Right. I mean, when 70% of people agree, that's, that's quite the majority. Um, especially in the, some of the votes we see that are more 50-50, this is obviously people want abortion rights. And go back to what you said, yeah. yeah abortion rights are not women's rights, they are a human rights issue at this point in time. Um, we don't handle this, this can cause a big list of problems going forward. I'm, I'm kind of scared that it all already has. Um, but that's that's probably a little bit, you know, cynical on my part. I'm more of the optimist here. Um, I guess all that I have to say for the for for this particular topic and everything that's going on. Um, I don't necessarily think, or at least I, I extremely hope not, but I don't think that America is is down for the count. I really think people, this kind of shook people up, or at least I hope it did. I, I think this is the main issue, not the main issue like entirely, but I think this is a, the singular issue that really made people hold America accountable. Um, I know, like, historically, especially our generation, we've always showed, we're going to leave, and and it's, you know, it's going to be, we're going to see you in a rearview mirror, and this country's crap, and all that stuff, people, things people say. Um, I, I think people aren't going to say that now. I think people are going to hold, take it a little more seriously than the joke. Um, we all have one country. There's, you know, it's, and this is it. I, I, I really hope, and I think that this is going to be a new wave of um, participation, of um, activism, of making sure that we hold people or the country accountable. And that's kind of how I'm celebrating this 4th of July. Um, that's kind of how we're... Uh, we're celebrating this Fourth of July. It's it's more not of celebrating America as it is. Um, I'm celebrating the idea of America because America, in it, in its purest form, is still just an idea. It's the greatest experiment on, on on the face of this earth, and I think the word this year is accountability. Um, taking things seriously. Um, holding people accountable and taking action on on the rights and that that we all deserve from birth and no ones that it's just a courtesy that is written on paper and enforced everybody regardless of what that thing says and I, and I, and I want to make sure that's clear that everybody has the right from birth to the pursuit of happiness to pursue the type of life that they want to be who they want um, as obviously and do what they want as long as it doesn't hurt people to live a free and and, and joyous life um, and prosperous life for their community 
within their country and abroad, that's what every American has the right to do. The fact that is written on a piece of paper 246 or five years um, or even printed on document that has been assigned, um, that, is the, that is an afterthought, that is a courtesy. That should be just a reminder. That should not be the main reason. We can burn. We can burn that piece of paper tomorrow, and that fact would still be as true as it was then, as it is now, as true as it should be. That's kind of my belief, and hopefully, that's something that you yourself can um, adhere to. But from the looks of it, I think that's kind of the end of our discussion today. Thanks all for uh, for um, humoring me in this podcast um hopefully it gets better if i say a few things before i go thank you for thank you for having me but please please go vote and please go check in on your neighbor make sure that you know everyone's everyone's dealing with this everyone's dealing with this in their own way so please just watch out for each other and with that being said um have a great day and thank you for listening to number 51